We're learning the second Sikha of Parshas Masay in Chelek Yudches on page 399. This Sikha is a Siyam on Mesechtek Subas. In the last section of Mesechtek Subas, the Gemara speaks about Eretz Yisrael, the halachas of Yishuv Eretz Yisrael, and so on. And this is connected to this week's Parsha, as the Rebbe quotes over here, <coughs> the Pasuk Vahirashtim Esaretz. And specifically, the Rebbe will discuss the opinion of the Rambam on this manner, and additionally, how this applies also to Bavel. In the time of Golis, when Yidin are in Bavel, where the Gemara tells us not to leave Bavel. Okay, the Shia today is being learned. Lila Nishmas, Rabbi Yosef ben Yamin, ben Rabbi Nasha Kultman. You should drive out the nations of the land and you should settle it. I gave you the land to inherit it. The Ramban says as follows. In my opinion, this is a mitzvah, this is a positive commandment to settle Eretz Yisrael. Nebuchadnezzar is commanding Eden to live in Eretz Yisrael. They should inherit the land. Because Hashem gave it to us as a gift. This that we find that our sages spoke very highly about living in Eretz Yisrael and also that you're not allowed to leave Eretz Yisrael. Right over here, it's this Pasik that we are commanded for this mitzvah to live in Eretz Yisrael. Nachmer, we find even more so regarding the Ramban's opinion in Zaina Asagas Vashlam, it's a Sefer HaMitzvah Sloha Rambam. The Rambam wrote a Sefer HaMitzvah where he counts all 613 mitzvahs and the Ramban very often, or every so often, argues with the Rambam regarding what those mitzvahs are. And he takes out some, replaces with others. Rechentes the Ramban arayin in minyan mitzvah. So there the Ramban points out that this is one of the 613 mitzvahs, al mitzvah. This is a separate mitzvah. Nit vishitas Rambam. Unlike the Rambam that does not count this settling Eretz Yisrael, Yishuv Eretz Yisrael, as one of the 613 mitzvahs. And in fact, I believe most Rishayim disagree with the Ramban that Yishuv Eretz Yisrael is one of the mitzvahs. On Eretz Meirich and them zakt. The Ramban speaks about this at length, and he says, as thus is the time, was the Gemara zakt that this is the basis. What the Gemara in Ksubis tells us. Anyone that leaves Eretz Yisrael and lives outside Eretz Yisrael, should, he should be in your eyes like an individual that goes to serve idols. As we learn from the Pasuk, David HaMelech is saying regarding Shaul that's rejecting him and sending him away, that I've been expelled today from sharing in the inheritance of Hashem, and referring to Eretz Yisrael. So a yid that uh, is expelled from Eretz Yisrael, or leaves Eretz Yisrael rather, is someone that's dropping Hashem's inheritance, and therefore he's like he's serving away the Zara. This is the Ramban's opinion. So now the Rambam does not, as we pointed out, does not count settling Eretz Yisrael as one of the 613 mitzvahs. Doesn't mention at all that this is a mitzvah. From this wagon, nevertheless, Gefindman in Rambam, Kama Halachis in the Misa, Racing in Eretz Yisrael and Chutzlaretz. We find in the Rambam, in Hilchis Malachim, many Halachis that he says about not leaving Eretz Yisrael, going to Chutzlaretz, going out of Eretz Yisrael. And zwischen sei euch der Halacha, amongst them, there's the following Halacha. Le'oilam, Yoder, Adam, Beretz Yisrael. A person should always live in Eretz Yisrael, a fillabi'ir, Shuruba'akum, even if it's in a city that's mostly non Jews. 
and should not live outside of Eretz Yisrael, even in a city that's mostly Yidin. One that leaves Eretz Yisrael, like he's serving idols. As the Pasuk says, that I've been expelled from Eretz Yisrael, and it's like I'm serving idols. So he also quotes the same Gemara, even though he doesn't agree to the Ramban, that this is based on a mitzvah saseh, but nevertheless, the advantage of living in Eretz Yisrael is so powerful that if you leave Eretz Yisrael and live outside Eretz Yisrael, it's compared to someone that's serving Rambam. So to further understand the opinion of the Rambam about the importance of not leaving Eretz Yisrael and what is this based on, what exactly is it about the quality of the land of Eretz Yisrael, that's the reason why one should live in Eretz Yisrael. So let's first explain the continuation of the Rambam and what he says in the conclusion of the halacha that we just mentioned. So the Rambam there says as follows, Just like there is an Isser not to leave Eretz Yisrael for Chutz Laaretz, So too in the time of Golis, when Yidin are in Bavel, they're not allowed to leave Bavel to go to other lands. Shenemar, and we, we learn this from the Pasuk where it says, Bavel Yuvo, that the Yidna are brought in the exile to Bavel and Mishama Yiu, and they should remain there. So we understand from this Pasik that the Pasik is telling you that you should remain there. So you're not allowed to leave Bavel to other lands. The Makafundera Lacha is, so the source of the Salacha that the Rambam says here is with the Kesav Mishnah, is Metzayan, as the Kesav Mishnah points out, Mesechtek Subas, also in the end of Mesechtek Subas. With the Gemara bring two members from Rabbi Yehuda. There it brings two statements of Rabbi Yehuda. Um, Rav Yudeh said, One that goes up from Bavel back to Eretz Yisrael, So he's transgressing on a mitzvah saseh. Not, like, not literally a mitzvah saseh, but he's going against what it says here in the Pasuk, That you should go to Bavel and remain there till it'll come the day that Hashem says, I'll remember you and redeem you and bring you back to Eretz Yisrael. And then it says there another statement Rabbi Yudah said, Rabbi Yudah Shmuel, just like one is not allowed in the time when Yidin are in Eretz Yisrael, you're not allowed to leave from Eretz Yisrael to Bavel, so too in the time of Golos, when Yidin are in Bavel, they're not allowed to leave from Bavel to go to any other lands outside of Bavel. Those are the two statements of Rabbi Yudah. So in the Gemara here we see that it's actually divided into two different statements. One is about not being allowed to return, to go back from Bavel to Eretz Yisrael. And the other is about not leaving Bavel for any other countries. So now going back to the way the Rambam puts this. So we have the following questions that the Mepharshim ask. Aleph number one. Vi is the Rambam, Kailo, Bey the members from Gemara Tzazamen. If you pay attention to what the Rambam says, he's combining both of these statements together. The Raya from Pasik Bavel of Agaymer, the proof of the Pasik that Yidin went down to Bavel, Brengtach Rabbi Yehude, in the Mashta Memre, his ad's only quoted in the first statement of Rabbi Yehude, Legabe de Misi Yitzir from Bavel and Eretz Yisrael, only in regards to this, that one should not return to Eretz Yisrael. Not speaking about in general leaving Bavel to any other lands. On the Rambam, and the Rambam quotes this Pasik when he is quoting the second statement of Rabbi Yehuda, when the Rambam says that one should not leave 
bubble for any other lands. And he says, the sources, the Pasuk of Bavela Yuval Visham Yiu, which is only quoted in the Gemara regarding a Yid returning from Babel to Eretz Yisrael. So, so therefore it's difficult to understand how does the Rambam understand these two statements in the Gemara and either way you look at it is difficult to understand. If when the Rambam says that one may not leave Bavel to any other lands, so Shar Ha'aratzais includes also not to leave, to go back up to Eretz Yisrael with the Kesef Mishnah And that's how the Kesef Mishnah understands the Rambam. That the Rambam puts it all together. Not to leave Babel to any other lands and also including Eretz Yisrael. Because the Rambam understands when it says in the, in the Pasuk Bavel Yuvod that Eden are being brought to Bavel and they should remain there. So that's that, telling us not only that they shouldn't return to Eretz Yisrael, but that they shouldn't go into any other lands. If so, going back to the Gemara, isn't it move on? So it's not understood. What is the Oreftu in Gemara from the Tzvete Memre from Rabbi Yudhu B'Shem Shmuel? So then what is the second statement of Rabbi Yehuda in the name of Shmuel adding? Was Asrid Lotzeis Lashara Rotzeis that he says that you're not allowed to go to any other lands. Oif them Ershtem Memre from Rabbi Yehuda B'Stam more than what's already said in the first statement of Rabbi Yehuda. Was a letter that raised the Isra Lotzeis Bibavel Eretz Yisrael from Pasuk Bavela. In the first statement, he already said that you shouldn't leave from Babel to Eretz Yisrael based on this pasuk of Bavela. Vibalt as According to the Rambam, apparently this pasuk of Bavela Yuvo teaches me that you're not allowed to leave Babel not for going back to Eretz Yisrael and not to go to any other countries. So if that's already understood from this pasuk Bavela Yuvo, which is quoted in the first statement of Rav Yehuda. So, what is the second statement of Rav Yudah Mashmul adding when he says that you shouldn't go to Shara Ratzis? I already know that from the first statement. So that's, I mean, if the Rambam, basically, if the Rambam is combining these two points together, that other lands in Eretz Yisrael is the same point, you may not leave Babel to any of these places, so then why in the Gemara is it divided as two separate statements? In the and if we'll say that this is what we learned from the Pasuk Bavela in the first statement of Rav Yehuda is It's only saying that one should not go up from Bavel to Eretz Yisrael And it's not referring to leaving Bavel for any other countries And then in the second statement and here it's adding that not only are you not allowed to return to Eretz Yisrael, but you shouldn't leave to other countries. And here this is a second statement and it's referring only to going to other countries and not about going back to Eretz Yisrael. And this is not learned from the Pasuk Bavela Yuvo, it's a separate thing. So then the Rambam should say it in the way we understand it from the Gemara. Other, either you should say the Mloshan from Ashton Memre de Rabbi Yudah, or he should be quoting the first statement of Rabbi Yudah, which is Kach Oselotes mi Bavel Eretz Yisrael, that you're not allowed to return from Bavel to Eretz Yisrael, and that's based on the Pasuk of Bavela Yuvo. Other, vi Balta Zok Lushara Rotzeis, vi Memre, or since the Rambam does mention that he's speaking about not leaving Bavel for other lands, like it is in the second statement of Rabbi Yudah, so then, in the second statement of Rabbi Yudah, he does not mention the Pasuk of Bavela Yuvo. The fact that you shouldn't leave Bavel to other countries is a separate point and it's nothing to do with this Pasuk. So why is the Rambam, when he speaks about leaving Bavel for other countries, base it on this Pasuk of Bavela Yuvo, which in the Gemara is only quoted for leaving Bavel to Eretz Yisrael?
That's the question here. Bayes, another point is, forget about the fact that the Rambam is sort of combining two opposites that the Gemara says, but in this statement itself that the Rambam says, Seemingly, the, this statement, the way the Rambam puts it, is, is contradicting itself. When the Rambam begins, what does he say? Just as one may not leave Eretz Yisrael for Chatzlaret, so too, for the same reason, in the same way, you shouldn't leave Bavel for any other lands. Is mashma, so it seems as the Issi Yitzia mi Bavel is mitzada svara. So it seems like that it's, it's a comparison that we're making that because the, our, our Yidin being in Bavel is similar to the time when Yidin wore in Eretz Yisrael, so therefore the same Isra applies of not leaving. Mitzada zel beswara vasasalatz is meoritz. It's the same, it's the same basis, the same reason of why you're not allowed to leave Eretz Yisrael. Tanach is a Messiah, but then the Rambam concludes this by saying, Shanema Bavela Yuvo. That we learned it from the Pasik, Bavel Yuvo, that Yidin are brought and that they are intended to be in Bavel. And what this indicates is, as the Isser is not Mitzada Svara Kesheim Kach. The Isser of leaving Bavel is not because Bavel is compared to Eretz Yisrael. No Mitzadim Pasik. But rather it's based on this Pasik that Bavel, that they were brought to Bavel, and Hashem intended the Yidin in the time of Golas to remain in Bavel. And that has nothing to do with the Isra of leaving Eretz Yisrael. So why does the Rambam begin with equating the leaving of Bavel to leaving Eretz Yisrael, and then finish off with the Pasik of Bavel Yuval, which is unrelated to the Isra of leaving Eretz Yisrael? Gimel Be'etzaminyan. Regarding this Isra of leaving Bavel, the, the Pasik that the Rambam brings, Bavel Yuval. So we have to understand as follows. We bring the Rambam from Bavel Yuval. How could the Rambam quote this Pasik of Bavel Yuval? Araya, as Yidin Taranit Arizgen from Bavel Ashara Aratzis. That Yidin may not leave Bavel for any other countries. Be'ez, the Pasik Retka, Vegan the Klishares. When you look at that Pasik Bavel Yuval, that it's going to be brought to Bavel. What's being brought to Bavel? It's the Klishares. It's the Holy Kalim of the Beis Amikdash that are being brought to Bavel. Und wie es ist Muchach euch von Gemara, die Gemara itself points this out. Was der Rebbe bringt der Rabbi Yehuda zweiten Pasuk. Die Gemara says this Pasuk Bavel Yuval cannot be used to learn from it that you shouldn't leave Bavel. And therefore the Gemara there brings another Pasuk. But the Rambam quotes this Pasuk Bavel Yuval. Why does he quote this Pasuk even though the Gemara itself refutes it and says that that Pasuk is speaking about the Klishadis? Euch davon verstehen, kame die Yukim in Loshna Rambam, was er es Meshane von Loshna Gemara. Also, if we pay attention to the exact words that Rambam uses here, there are some differences from the way it's said in the Gemara and the way that Rambam quotes this. Aleph number one in Gemara is the Lashen, Kishem Yisrael, that one may not leave Eretz Yisrael. On the Rambam schreibt, May Ha'aretz, that one may not leave Oretz, the land. So it may seem like a very small difference, but there's a difference here. And the Rebbe adds even more. So you may say that Rambam just wanted to be more concise, so he just says Meha'aretz, and everybody knows we're speaking about Eretz Yisrael. Because in this halacha, and the same in all previous halachas when the Rambam discusses this, when the Rambam speaks about Eretz Yisrael, he always says Eretz Yisrael. So why suddenly here, when he speaks about not leaving Bavel, similar to not leaving Eretz Yisrael, does he say, May ha'aretz and not Eretz Yisrael, like it says in the Gemara. Beis, another question here is, in Gemara state, Kishem sha'as Eretz Yisrael le'bavel. Just like one may not leave Eretz Yisrael to go specifically to Bavel. On Lashon Rambam is, May ha'aretz l'chutzah 
Now it's one may not leave Eretz Yisrael to outside, anywhere outside Eretz Yisrael, not specifically Bavel. Gimbal, the Gemara brengt Eich, the Hemshech from Pasik. The Gemara quotes the continuation of this Pasik. Bavela Yuval, Yidna being brought to Bavel, Vishama Yu, Ad Yoim Pakti Yisam Nu Mashem, till Hashem says the day that I will come and remember you and redeem you. When the Rambam brengt not as Chalas Akastav, the Rambam is only quoting the beginning of the Pasik, Bavela Yuval, Vishama Yu, that Yidna brought to Bavel to be there. Why does the Rambam not quote the full Pasik as the Gemara says? That's seemingly part of where we understand this. That until, when Hashem says, till it will come the time for you to leave exile, you may not leave Babel to go back to Eretz Yisrael or to go to any other place. So we have many questions here in understanding how does the Rambam explain this concept of Yidin not leaving Babel in the time of Golas to any other places and comparing it to Eretz Yisrael. What is, what is the opinion of the Rambam about this matter? The Abir B'cholzeh, the explanation of all of this is as follows. In dem tam von isi yitzieh, mi bavel, the shara rotzeis, gefint men zwei deis. So let's first begin with uh, the isi here to leave bavel to any other land. So there are two opinions, what's the reason for this? So the Rambam, as we have just quoted, so the Rambam brengt of them the Pasik, Bavel Yuval. The Rambam quotes this Pasik of Bavel Yuval, that this is the source of the Isra not to leave Bavel, not only back to Eretz Yisrael, but Pachlal, not to leave Bavel to any other lands. On Rashi's Zogt, however, Rashi says, Lefi sheyesham yeshivis amarbitzis teire tamit. Because Bavel is a place where you have the yeshivis, where they're teaching teire, and therefore if you're going to be in Bavel, you'll be able to learn teire, you'll be able to... Ask a question, Allah, if you have a question, you'll go to a different place where there's no taira, you can't live in such a place. That's the reason. So the nafke minutes vision is. So the practical difference between the Rambam that, that bases it on the Pasik and Rashi, which gives this reason of the yeshivas that are there. Loitas Rashi is the Isiyitsiachal, nor Kozman says an endo Yeshivas in Bavel. According to Rashi, so the Isra of leaving Bavel is only in a time period when the Yeshivas are there in Bavel. That's the whole reason. But then when the yeshivas are not, are not existent in Bavel anymore, so you're allowed to leave Bavel. In contrast, in Ambam's opinion, it's based on this that the Pasik says that Hashem says, I bring the Yidin to Bavel. It would seem that this Yisr applies always, that Yidin that are in Bavel should not be leaving Bavel. However, the question over here is, now we have to further clarify this, that the Rambam bases this on the Pasik. There Pasik retoch, wegen dem Zman von Golis Rishen. The Pasik is actually only speaking about the first exile, when Yidin were exiled to Babel. Was damals ene Yidin vertrieben geworden in Golis Babel. That's where they were expelled from Eretz Yisrael. They were taken by, uh, in, into Babel. Aber der Golis bechorben beis amigdash hasheni is doch nit gewen le Babel. But when the second base of Migdash was destroyed, so the Chorban and the Golas was not Eden, were not exiled to Bavel. Is Favos, Zal de Issa, Bavel, Yuval, Zain, Oich, by them Golas, was Eris, Golas, Edain. The Romans were the ones that uh, destroyed the second base of Migdash, and Eden were exiled into, into Golas, Edain, not to Bavel. So why does this apply to the destruction of the, of the second base of Migdash and the Golas that we're in now as well? Teisvis, which asks this question, and fit of them. He gives the following answer. Even though the Pasik is actually speaking about the time of the first Golas, but nevertheless, we can learn from here that the Pasik is particular about the second Golas as well, that the Eden should remain in Babel. That's, that's what Taisa says. He doesn't give any further clarification. 
Aber das Gufe von der Bier, so das has to be explained. Lechayre, von wannet is die Achache, as eich begal is scheni. Chotscher is nit bavela, nami kapet kra. So how can we learn it from this Pasuk? If in fact the Yidin were not exiled to Babel in the second destruction of the Besamikdash, so, so how do we know that the Pasuk is being particular about the second Golis as well? Nachmer is nit move on, the question goes even further. Leit in Pirish from Kesef Mishnah, as we reported before, before the Kesef Mishnah says, as mit an Issa lotzis mi Babel, ashara arotzis, when it says, when the Rambam says, that you shouldn't be leaving from Babel to any other lands, this includes Eretz Yisrael. But the question is, we find in that time period when the Amiraim were living in Babel, so many Amiraim did, or Kama, some Amiraim did leave Babel and went back to Eretz Yisrael. Biz as Rabbi Yisrael Yehuda, Bala Memre. Rabbi Yehuda himself, which is the one that said the statement that you may not leave Babel for any other territories, including Eretz Yisrael. And who are his teachers? Rav and Shmuel. Rav and Shmuel, his two teachers, have been gelernt in Babel. They originally learned in Babel. Fundat early given in Eretz Yisrael. Then they left and went back to Eretz Yisrael. On später sich zurückgekehrt in Babel and then they returned to Babel. Was lachayral pikalanal based on what we're learning here? Haben sie frie nit getart eiler sein from Babel in Eretz Yisrael? How are they allowed to leave Babel to go back to Eretz Yisrael? And then once they're in Eretz Yisrael, they're not allowed to leave Eretz Yisrael for Bavel. When you're in Eretz Yisrael, there's an Issa to leave Eretz Yisrael, but when you're in Bavel, so then you're not allowed to leave Bavel, period. The Abishta wants you to be exiled and remain, the ones that are in Bavel, to remain in Bavel. So how could Rav Yehuda say something when we clearly see that both of his teachers disagree with this? Now it's very difficult to say, as the that all those that we find that did leave Teret Yisrael, and specifically Rav and Shmuel, maybe they disagree with what Rav Yehuda said. Or they disagree to the statement that Rav Yehuda himself quoted in the name of Shmuel, but Shmuel himself didn't behave this way. So it's very difficult to say this. I mean, the Rabbi here brings into Ha'ara that we do find it clearly in the Gemara, the discussion of Zayret. The Gemara there says, disagreed with Rabbi Yehuda. But to say that Rabbi Yehuda's own two teachers disagreed with him, that's very difficult. And also, if it's true that we see from the way the other Amiran behaved, that they did go to Eretz Yisrael, as Afra Pikein, Paskin to Rambam, and the Rambam should still follow Rabbi Yehuda's opinion, and the Rambam quotes that you may not leave Bavel. So how could the Rambam quote this if we find that other Amiran did leave Bavel? So this leads us to a deeper understanding of what it is, this Isser, to leave Bavel. I mean, if we look just at the simple pshat of the Pasik, that Bavel Yuval is speaking about Klisharis, Bavel Yuval is speaking about the time of the first Golas, it doesn't add up to explain why there's an Isser to leave from Bavel. So there must be some deeper understanding over here, what exactly is the Isser of leaving Bavel. So to explain this, the Rebbe first goes back to the Isser of leaving Eretz Yisrael. Because the Gemara and the Rambam equates the two, the Kishen. Just like you may not leave Eretz Yisrael, you may not leave Babel. So let's understand better what is the Isra of leaving Eretz Yisrael. In Denvos, Eretz Yisrael is always getet from Allah Ratzais. In this, that Eretz Yisrael is different from all other lands. So generally speaking, there are two points here. Aleph number one, the Medrash tells us in a few places, Chaviva Eretz Yisrael, Shabbacha Land of Eretz Yisrael is a beloved place for Hashem. Hashem chose it as His. So it's a choice that Hashem chooses this land. Based, then there's another point. Dostos Eretz Yisrael is an Eretz Kedoshah. The fact that Eretz Yisrael has a certain level of holiness in it. 
Wer sagt in Mechilte, also in Mechilte tells us, as actually Nifchara Eretz Yisrael, before Hashem chose Eretz Yisrael, Hoyukola Aratzais, Ksheres Ludibris. All other lands were fit for Hashem to speak there, to, to speak to the Nevi'im, to speak to Meshra Rabbeinu, and so on. Mishanifchara Eretz Yisrael, once Eretz Yisrael is chosen, so then Yotzukola Aratzais. So then all other lands are excluded, and Hashem only reveals Himself and communicates to the Nevi'im in Eretz Yisrael. So this does not refer to the, this that Hashem just simply chose Eretz Yisrael as His land, but rather the fact that Hashem chooses to reveal and express and communicate to the Eden only in Eretz Yisrael, and therefore this is a certain holiness that this place has, and therefore the Shechina dwells only in Eretz Yisrael, or Hashem reveals Himself only in Eretz Yisrael. So just like this is true regarding the actual land itself, so too there are two aspects in the Yidin's connection to the land. Aleph, number one, because this is the place that Hashem chose, so the Madrash tells us, Hashem chose the land. And then Hashem chose as His portion the Yidin, they are His nation. So Hashem says, Let the Yidin that came to be mine, to be my portion, and they should inherit the land that I have chosen as my portion as well. So this is one connection Yidin have to Eretz Yisrael because of Hashem's Bechire, that Hashem chose the land and Hashem chose Yidin as His nation. But then the second point, Misat Kedusha. There is a holiness in Baden, that there is both in the land and in Yidin. In Eretz Yisrael, on in the Yidin. The Yidin are a holy nation, and therefore the holy nation of the Yidin belong to be, and they have a special connection to the holy land of Eretz Yisrael. So what is really the distinction between these two points here of Hashem choosing the land and the special holiness of Hashem's presence that there is in the land? So this is expressed amongst other things in the nomen from the land, in the way we refer to, to the land itself. Because of the holiness that there is in the land, because there's a holiness that's experienced and felt in this place, that's revealed in this place, so therefore the land is referred to as Eretz Yisrael, it's the land of the Eden. Shailul Eretz Kanan v'chayetzebeze, negating any other name, Eretz Kanan, the land belonging to Kanan, or anything similar. Varen di Kedusha, hotnet ken shaychis, l'Eretz Kanan. This holiness that there is, that Hashem communicates with Yidin there, and the special Kedusha, the presence of Hashem, has no connection to Kanan, to the Goyim that are there. Dakegin, by contrast, mitzad b'chires HaKadosh Baruch Hu b'Eretz Yisrael, this, that Hashem chose this as His land, muzinet angerufen veren dafke, Eretz Yisrael. It's not only referred to because of this as Eretz Yisrael. It could also be referred to as Eretz Kanan, the Chayetze And this still includes the fact that Hashem chooses Eretz Kanan. This that Hashem chooses the land as His is given when Hashem creates the world. So he distributed and gave other nations their territories, and he chooses Eretz Yisrael to be his. So this is at the time of creation when there were no Yidin that were there in Eretz Yisrael, and it still then eventually becomes Eretz Canaan, but it doesn't matter who's there in the land, it doesn't matter if there's an open connection of the holiness of the Yidin to the land, Hashem still chooses the land to be his. Okay, towards the end of the Sikha, this will be explained on a much deeper level, the difference between the Bechireh and the Kedusha of the land.
Leitam kumtais, so now according to this it comes out, as oich in dem isser yitzie from Eretz Yisrael, then in da'at zvein yanam. When it comes to this, that it's forbidden to leave the land, there are also these two points here. Aleph, mitzad, kedusha sa'aretz. One may not leave Eretz Yisrael because this is a special holy land where a yid belongs. But das is eich negei lekiyem ha-mitzvahs atluyis ba'aretz. And this is also relevant to the mitzvahs that are dependent on, on Eretz Yisrael, that are only fulfilled in Eretz Yisrael, that a yid may not leave Eretz Yisrael because then he'll be leaving the opportunity to fulfill those mitzvahs that are only in Eretz Yisrael. That's one point. Beis, another point is, Mitzad, der b'chire von Eibishten in Eretz Yisrael, was that it is abgegeben Yidin. Because Hashem chose this land, and He gave it as a gift to Yidin, so whether there's Kedusha there or not, the very choice of Hashem, that He gives this to Yidin as their gift, Yidin may not leave Eretz Yisrael. Two different things. So now based on this, coming back from here, from the Isra of leaving Eretz Yisrael, and connecting this also to Bavel. Based on this, we can understand what the Rambam says. That we, we learn out one from the other. Just like may, one may not leave Eretz Yisrael, and the Rambam actually says, as the Rebbe will explain, so too you may not leave Bavel. That is Yitzhiyah versus Fabundin, the Kedushas HaMokeh, Mitzad Kedushasa. The Isser to leave Eretz Yisrael because of the holiness of the place is Shaykh Nar by Eretz Yisrael. That is only for Eretz Yisrael, the land where you have the Yidin there and you have the holiness of the place revealed and expressed. That, that, that's not to any other place in the world. However, this that Hashem chooses this land as a place that's designated for Yidin to live there, in them, in Regarding this, there is a comparison to Babel in a certain time period that Babel is also chosen similar to Eretz Yisrael that was chosen for Yidin. Kishem vidrei b'shirat beiche given. Eretz Yisrael for Yidin, for dem art, from Shleimus, Achiris, Vagulu, from Galus, Mitzrayim. Just like Hashem chooses Eretz Yisrael to be the place where the Yidin are going to arrive at and they're going to they're settle in Eretz Yisrael. And this is considered to be the ultimate completion of the redemption of Mitzrayim. As it says, Vaitseisi, Vitsalti, Vigalti, and ultimately, Vehevesi, the Yidin is going to bring Yidin to Eretz Yisrael. So this is the place where Hashem chooses for Yidin to permanently settle. And then, following the years later as well, in the time period in the years when Yidin are in the place where they're supposed to be, Yidin are behaving the way they're supposed to behave, so their land and their place where they live is in Eretz Yisrael. This is the territory Hashem chose for them. This is the Jewish homeland. So Hashem chose Babel as a territory for Yidin, as their art from Galos for Yidin. This is the place where Yidin should be living in the time period of Golis. Farzmana Golis, Yidin is in a time period when Yidin have sinned and Yidin cannot then reside in Eretz Yisrael, so they had their homeland is replaced that instead Hashem chooses Babel for them. So the connection of Babel to Eretz Yisrael is only in this aspect of the Bechira, of Hashem choosing a homeland for the Yidin. And that's, we see here precisely in the word of the Rambam, just by skipping this one word. And he says, And not Eretz Yisrael, the Rambam is pointing this out. Rather, the land with the known chosen land. 
Der Ares. Was is von Tomet eisgeteilt und eisdevelt von all Allah Ratzis. This land which is separated and is chosen from all other lands, the mitvah sakadish badachot is beichigivan, by the fact that Hashem chose it. Was mit dem is a madgish, so the Rambam, by saying ha aretz, he's emphasizing, as there is a yitziv, was a red da, is nit mitzat kdushas aretz Yisrael. When he speaks here about not leaving aretz Yisrael, he's not focusing, he's not talking about the holiness of the land. Rather, he's speaking about the fact that Eretz Yisrael is a land that Hashem chose for Yidin. The same reason that applies to Eretz Yisrael, that Hashem chose it as their homeland in the time of Golos, it applies to Babel, that Hashem chose it as their homeland. That's the comparison that the Rambam is saying here between Eretz Yisrael and Chutz Laretz. Sorry, Eretz Yisrael, that is, that was chosen, and Babel that was chosen. If them bring the Rambam, then Pasik, so now when the Rambam brings the Pasik, Shenem, Abavel, Yuvav, Shamayu, that Hashem says that the Yidna brought to Babel and they should remain there, Araya, as the Eibishte had Beiche given Babel, Atzmakim Agolos Vayidin. What's the Rambam bringing from this Pasik, Babel, Yuvav? The Pasik here is not telling you that there's a new concept that Hashem wants Eden to remain in Babel, for whatever reason it may be. Now the Pasuk is, is actually coming to make the point that we, here we see that Hashem chose Babel as the homeland for Eden. So therefore this answers the question that the Rebbe asked before, that the Ramam seems to contradict himself. He starts off saying that the reason you shouldn't leave Babel is similar to this, that you shouldn't leave Eretz Yisrael. And then he brings a different reason, that there's a Pasuk that says that Hashem doesn't want Eden to leave Babel. But the answer is, as the Rebbe says, this Pasuk is just coming to prove the point that Hashem chose Babel as the place for Eden when they're in Golis. Once you know that that's true, so now, this that they don't leave Babel, shouldn't leave Babel, is similar to this, that they shouldn't leave Eretz Yisrael, as the Rambam begins saying. Now to answer the question, how could you bring any proof from this Pasuk if it's speaking about Klisharis, it's not even speaking about Eden. So this Pasik is not speaking about Eden, it's speaking about the Klishas. On the Masha Zakt, as Lefize, sorry, as Lefize is this Nitkein Loshen Tzivui, this Pasik is not even to be read as a command. Nor Yirmiyeh Misnabe Sheken Rather, Yirmiyeh is simply prophesizing the fact that this is what will happen, that the Klishas will be brought down to Babel when the Eden will be exiled. However, the Rambam explains the Pasuk not this way. Even regarding the Klishadis that the Pasuk speaks about, this is a command. One may not take the Klishadis out of this place of Babel. Even if the Eden will have a possibility to take it out of Babel. They should keep the Klishadis there in this place. That's what the Pasuk is saying. So what do we understand from this? If Hashem wants the Klishadis to remain specifically in Babel, so therefore from this we can understand also regarding Yidin, as Babel, why does the Ebishter not want the Klishadis to be taken out of Babel? Because this is the homeland now for Yidin. This is the unique place that Hashem chose for Yidin. So therefore the Klishadis should remain there. So therefore this applies to Yidin as well. And therefore they may not leave this place. So the point over here is, if the Pasuk Bavela Yuvo would be proving, would be coming to prove this itself, that there's an Isr of Yidin to leave Bavel, so then there's absolutely no raya from this Pasuk. The Pasuk is speaking about the Klishadis. 
But since, as the Rebbe said, Bavel Yuvah is only coming to choose the fact that Hashem chose Bavel as the unique homeland for Yidin. So Memele, you understand that Yidin are not allowed to leave Bavel. So then you can bring a eye from this Pasuk. Just like we see regarding Klishadis, that it's chosen as the special territory for the Klishadis to remain there. So too, it's, it's, it can be applied for Yidin as well. And this also explains what Taisva says. Well, is move on, so therefore it's understood. As in them is Nitok and Untushait, Zwischen Zman Golis Rishain and Zman Golis There's no difference between the first or second exile. We bald as Megifint, as Dafke Bavel or the Eibishte Beichegeven als Golis Art. Since we find in the Pasik that in the Golis condition of Klal Yisrael, this is the homeland that Hashem chooses for Yidin, and an Eifu from Shama Yiu shall kvies, and the Pasik emphasizes Shama Yiu, that in the time of Golis, this is where Yidin have to permanently be. Just like we find regarding Eretz Yisrael, that Hashem chooses it to be, that is, Hashem chooses Eretz Yisrael for a time period of redemption, and when Yidin are behaving appropriately, so then they belong to be in Eretz Yisrael. In other words, what we see here is that there's two time periods, or two conditions of Klal Yisrael. The time period of Geula, Yidin belong to be in Eretz Yisrael, and that's the homeland Hashem chooses for Yidin. Then there's the time period of Golos, so even though they're being exiled from a homeland, but Hashem still chooses a permanent homeland for them, and that is Babel. So once the Torah tells this us regarding the first Golos, so we understand that this is the homeland for Yidin when they are in this condition of Golos, so it applies equally to the second Golos as well. So based on this, that we understand now that according to the Rambam, this that a Yid may not leave Bavel is a very, very powerful thing because this is Mamish, the homeland that Hashem permanently chooses for Yidin. So there's another difference that comes out here between the Rashi and the Rambam. The Rebbe said before, Rashi says that the reason you shouldn't leave Bavel is because of the Torah and the Yeshivas that are there. That you shouldn't leave Bavel only because there's the yeshivas that are teaching Taita there. Is move on. As in Falvin, the yeshivas and Rabbitzis Taita is an initin Bavel, not in an under Medina. So if it's going to be a time period that the yeshivas are not in Bavel, but they are in a different country and there are the yeshivas. So Darf Dotten Chalzain, the Isiitzil, the Shara Ratzis. So the Isa should apply not only to Bavel, but then it will apply to other lands as well. There's nothing permanent about Bavel, so it's, it's the reason of the yeshivas. So it could apply it to other places as well. However, according to the Rambam, that there's something about Bavel that Hashem chooses it as the homeland of Yidin, is Muvan as the Isser blight blows by the Yitzir from Bavel. Now this is an Isser that only applies to Yidin leaving Bavel. Unit by the Yitzir from an under Mokim Teireh. And there is no Issa that applies to leaving another place where Yidin are, where there's a place of Teireh. Because leaving Babel is similar to leaving Eretz Yisrael, from Oretz that is, to Chutz Laaretz. But not, it doesn't apply if uh, there's Teireh in any other place, that doesn't apply there. So based on everything we've explained about what the Rambam means when he's quoting Bavela Yuvo, <coughs> we could answer the other questions that we asked before. But before I just continue further, there's one question that the Rebbe does not clearly answer inside the Sikha here, which is regarding the Gemara, where it's divided in two statements. 
Rabbi Yudah speaks about not returning to Eretz Yisrael. And then Rabbi Yudah speaks about not going from Babel to any other lands. And it's not clear which one of these two statements that Ramam is quoting. It sort of combines it all together as one. So from what it says in the Art of 46, you could see that the Rebbe is saying that the Rambam is actually quoting the second statement of Rav Yudah Mashmol. That when the Gemara says that you shouldn't leave Babel to all other Aratzais, this includes Eretz Yisrael as well. And the Rambam is saying that the Pasuk Bavelo Yuva, which was quoted in the first statement of Rav, Yudah, of Rav Yehuda, that is, also goes in the second statement as well. Even though in the Gemara it's not actually brought, but he's relying on this that he already brought the Pasuk before regarding not returning to Eretz Yisrael. So in the second statement, when he talks about not leaving Babel to any other lands, it's also based on this Pasuk. And the Rambam is essentially quoting the second statement of Rav Yudah Mashmo. That's what it looks like. Okay, let's continue inside. But there were the other questions that the Rebbe asked before, and they'll all be answered. And the Rebbe uh, goes through them quickly again. Aleph was the Rambam zok nit kishem The Rambam does not say that one may not leave from Eretz Yisrael to Bavel. The Rambam says kishem just like Yinala to leave mehaaretz lechutz laaretz. And Beis was a zaknit kach otzel lotzes mi bavel leEretz Yisrael leitem kesef mishneh. The Rambam does not say that uh, one may not leave bavel to Eretz Yisrael, but the Rambam just says he may not leave bavel to any place. On vasef gimel the third point vasefirt nit ois v'in gemara. The Rambam does not quote the pasuk fully as it is in the gemara. Ad yoyim pakti oisam no mashem. He just brings the first part of the pasuk. So based on what we explained until here regarding Babel, that according to the Rambam, the proof from this Pasuk, and the point about Babel is that Hashem chose it as the homeland for Yidin in this condition of Galos, so we can understand as follows. In the Isi Yitzhiyeh This that you may not leave Eretz Yisrael because Hashem chose it as His land, is Babel Gleich, and is Kalul in Chutz In that sense, Babel is equal to any other place in Chutz there's nothing that's, there's no reason to point out Bavel separately than the rest of Chutzlaretz. Eretz Yisrael is the chosen land and all the other territories Hashem gave to other nations. Therefore the Rambam says, To make it clear that he's speaking about this point and that is the uh, unique Bechira that there is in Eretz Yisrael and all other lands are not necessarily the same. On the other hand, if you'd be talking about the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael, so then, outside of Eretz Yisrael, not necessarily could you say that all other territories, which do not have that Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael, but they're not all necessarily the same. Babel, where there's more Teire, has more Kedusha. Other places outside of Eretz Yisrael that has no Teire, has even less Kedusha. So if you talk about the Kedusha, maybe there is a reason to point out Babel specifically, in contrast to Eretz Yisrael. But if you speak about the Bechira of the Eibishter, so the Bechira of the Eibishter is only in Eretz Yisrael and all other lands, there's no Bechira at all. So therefore they're all the same. So therefore the Rambam says, one may not leave Eretz, uh, Ha'aretz to Chutz Laaretz. Everything else is the same. When, it, when the Rambam speaks about leaving Bavel, Mitzad Bechiras HaKadosh Baruch based on the fact that Hashem chose Bavel, Alts Mokken Golos, the homeland of Eden in the time of Golos, is Ladas, the Kesef Mishnah, Eretz Yisrael, Gleich, Mitzara, Ratzis. In this sense, now that this becomes the homeland of Yidin, so in that sense, Eretz Yisrael 
all other lands is the exact same thing. There's a reason why the Nambam brings this halacha, including Eretz Yisrael, together with all other lands and doesn't point out Eretz Yisrael separately. Because in this sense, when Babel is chosen as the homeland, so th- th- this is the choice, this is the place, and all other places are the same. Again, the same point like it is in the reverse regarding Eretz Yisrael in contrast to all other places. So over here, now that Hashem chooses Babel, everything else is the same. But if you would be focusing on the Kedusha of Babel, if there was something that's unique about the Yeshivas in Babel, so then maybe you could say Eretz Yisrael is, is also as Yeshivas, maybe not as much as Babel, so you can't put Eretz Yisrael in the same category as all other lands. And maybe there's another reason why Eretz Yisrael should be different. But the Rambam is talking about the Bechira. The Bechira of Babel, in that sense, all other territories and Eretz Yisrael are all included together. On Lefizeh, Zoich move on, as does Negeya Nar. In the Rambam, the only thing that is relevant for the Rambam when he wants to prove that Hashem chose Babel, Nar, Bavela Yuvo, Vishama Yu. The only thing the Rambam is coming to prove is that this is the place that Hashem chose for Yidin to be permanently in the time of Golis. As the Rebishter at Baychigivem Babel, at Makim Kavua, Legolis. This is their permanent homeland in the time of Golis. The fact that one day Hashem will remember us and redeem us, that's not relevant here. The, 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 according to the Rambam, what are we trying to prove over here? If the Pasik Bavela Yuvov, Yishami Yil, is coming to prove that Hashem wants Eden to stay there, and you may not leave. This is the source of the Isra that you may not leave. So then, maybe the conclusion of the Pasik is relevant. As the Rebbe will soon explain. But the Rambam is not proving from this Pasik that you may not leave. He's proving something before that, that this is the choice of Hashem as the permanent homeland for the Eden. And that we see in the words, You understand that you may not go anywhere else. So therefore the Rambam only quotes this part of the Pasik. That Kagan Rabbi Yehuda in the Gemara. On the other hand, Rabbi Yehuda in the Gemara brings Yad Asim Akasif, does quote the conclusion of the Pasik. Rabbi Yehuda, when he quotes the Pasik in the first statement of Rabbi Yehuda, is specifically speaking about leaving from Babel to Eretz Yisrael, that Yehuda and Esav, what it says in this Pasik. And Bishaychis, to Oilazan, can Eretz Yisrael is das Oyechu be'ikim mudgish in Siyam Akasav. Over here, it's emphasized and primarily in the end of the Pasik. Ad Yayim Pakti Yaisam Nom Hashem. Hashem says that now it's a time when I expel you from Eretz Yisrael and I don't want you returning to Eretz Yisrael until the day I'll remember and redeem you. As Mazazach Nit Um Kenikin Eretz Yisrael, Ad Yayim Pakti Yaisam. Do not return to this land until the day that I will bring you back here, until the day I remember you. So in, in, that, in that context, the end of the Pasik is relevant. But the Rambam is proving something else, that Babel is the place that was chosen as the homeland for Eden in the time of Golis. So therefore, he doesn't quote this part of the Pasuk. Light them. So now, based on this understanding, that the Rambam here is speaking about Eretz Yisrael and Babel regarding the specific thing of the, the Bechire, the Bechire of Eretz Yisrael, and in that sense, Babel is compared. So let's take a broader look over here at a few halachas in the Rambam, where the Rambam speaks about Eretz Yisrael. And actually, as I ever pointed out before, that regarding Eretz Yisrael itself, there's actually two aspects to the re- being, living in Eretz Yisrael and the advantage of Eretz Yisrael. There's the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael, and then also the Bechira, this that Hashem chose Eretz Yisrael. So if we look more in the halachas of the Rambam before this halacha that we're speaking about, we'll see that in the Rambam, when he speaks about Eretz Yisrael, he speaks about both. The Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael and the Bechira of Eretz Yisrael. <coughs> so leitem is fashtandik. So now we can understand the continuation of all the halachas over here in the Rambam in this Perik and Hilchas Malachim. 
Nachti Alachis, following it so begins first, the Ramam there brings the Alachis to Prate Dirim, the details in the Misa to Vainan and Aritz Mitzrayim. When the Ramam speaks about this, that it's forbidden for a year to live in Aritz Mitzrayim. On Eisfirindik, and the Ramam there concludes and says, as there is a Lishkin Bavachulu, that this Tarayid may not live in Mitzrayim is Mipnesh, Masel, Mikulkolin, Yaisim, Mikola, Ratzeschulu, because Mitzrayim is a very low place and the people there behave very inappropriately. Is there Mamshech? So the Rambam then continues and says, and Allah Chetes, in the Mkzei So the Rambam then goes to the opposite extreme and now explains that you do not live in Mitzrayim because it's such a low place. Then he says, On the other hand, one that's in Eretz Yisrael may not leave Eretz Yisrael for Chutzla Eretz forever. So what do we understand from the context of the way the Rambam brings this? What does this be Iker mitzad the Kedusha? So the contrast here shows us that the Ramam is focusing primarily on being an Eretz Yisrael because of the Kedusha, the holiness, that it's a very high holy place, the presence of Hashem is there. In contrast to Mitzrayim, which is a very low place, that's the first halacha. Regarding this subject of the holiness of the, of the land, is the Rambam Mamshech in the Vaita de Gahalachis. The Rambam elaborates more in the following Alachis. In the following Alachis, the Rambam says, The great sages, they would kiss. The, when they came to Eretz Yisrael, they would kiss the land. And another Alachis, the Rambam says, that one that lives in Eretz Yisrael, all of his sins will be forgiven. And then, following all of these details, where the Rambam speaks very strongly about the holiness that there is in the land, so then in Allah Yid Din, here the Rambam tells us, as was quoted in the beginning of the Sikhe, you should live in Eretz Yisrael, even in a city that's mostly Goyim, and you should not live in Chutz Laretz. And then the Rambam says, One that lives in Chutzlaretz. It's like you're serving It's like you're being expelled, and when you're outside of Eretz Yisrael, it's, you're serving idols. Then the Rambam quotes another Pasik where it speaks about punishment, and there it says, That to the land of Yidin they should not come. Those that serve idols. So, so the Rambam in this halacha, in halacha yud base, what is the Rambam speaking about here? When he speaks about uh, the, the, the advantage of living in Eretz Yisrael, that you should even live in Eretz Yisrael, even amongst Goyim. Is the Rambam here speaking about the holiness of Eretz Yisrael? Or is he speaking about the Bechireh of Hashem in the land? So here, if you look into the words of the Rambam, you can see that he's sort of including both. But then, over here in this halacha, is nitkein hechra mitzat in the sis. It's not clear 100%, the Rambam is not wording this halach in, in a way that, it, that it's only one aspect, only the Kedusha or only the Bechira of Eretz Yisrael. As an adult beta time, we could see here in the words of the Rambam that he's including both details, the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael and also the Bechira of Hashem in Eretz Yisrael. Tzalib the Kedusha miyechedes on one hand, you can see in the Rambam that the reason you should live specifically in Eretz Yisrael is because of the special holiness that there is, because of the Shekhinah that's present there. 
This explains what the Rambam says here, that if you leave Eretz Yisrael, it's like he's serving idols. Meaning, when you're in Eretz Yisrael, so there's the Shechina there, so you could serve Hashem. When you're outside of Eretz Yisrael, there's a concealment of Hashem's presence, so it's harder to serve Hashem there, so it's like you serve Aved Zara. So that aspect of what the Rambam says is related to the Kedush of Eretz Yisrael. And also, but you also see in the Rambam here, that this that one should choose to live out of Yisrael, and even amongst Goyim, is because of the choice that Hashem chose this land for the homeland of the Yidin. Where do you see this in the Rambam? As it seems from this, from the proof that the Rambam brings, was Hashem. This is Hashem's inheritance, meaning that this is the choice that Hashem chose this as the homeland for the Yidin. The Eden and Hashem gave this, this land for the Eden. So from this lotion of Nachlas Hashem, it, it, the Rambam is also alluding to the fact that there's another aspect of being an Eretz Yisrael, which is the Bechira, that Hashem chose this land as, as the inheritance of the Eden. If we'll say that the Rambam here is also including the Bechira in the land, so not leaving Eretz Yisrael is not only because of the Kedusha, but also the choice of the Eden's homeland. So with this we can understand better the choice of the words of the Rambam here. But Sashraib, the Rambam says, The one that leaves Eretz Yisrael, it's like he's serving idols. And when it says, it's a leaving again, leaving Eretz Yisrael is going against the fact that Hashem chose this as your land. You're rejecting Hashem's choice. So what's the term that Rambam uses? Yaitzah. When you leave, when you exit Eretz Yisrael, you're rejecting Hashem's choice. That's what this indicates, as the Rebbe points out there. The Rambam, the Lashen that he says, Yaitzah, leaving, is unlike the expression that it says in the Gemara. What does the Gemara say? One that lives in Eretz Yisrael. So then, this is a person that's someone that has a God that's there present in Eretz Yisrael. And one that lives outside Eretz Yisrael. He's someone that has no God. So the, the Gemara focuses on where are you living? Where, where are you residing permanently? Not talking about the moment of leaving. The Rambam, however, focuses on Yaitzah, the moment that you leave. The Rambam himself, actually before, speaks about living in Eretz Yisrael. That you should live in Eretz Yisrael and you should not live outside Eretz Yisrael. But then the Rambam adds, one that exits when you leave Eretz Yisrael. So what it seems like is, what the Rambam is saying over here is, and the Rebbe explains this in the 56, that there's two different things here. There's living in Eretz Yisrael, but then there's that moment that you leave. Living in Eretz Yisrael refers to the experience that you're going to have while you are there in Eretz Yisrael. Being in Eretz Yisrael, in a place where there's the Shechina that's revealed, the Kedusha that you'll feel and sense, that's the advantage of the Kedusha of while you're there in Eretz Yisrael. But then the moment of you leaving, that moment when you walk out of Eretz Yisrael, you're rejecting Hashem's gift. So when the Rambam says Yaitzeh, he's talking about that moment of leaving. So the issue over here is not only the fact that you're leaving the holiness of Eretz Yisrael, but it's also the fact that you're throwing away the gift that Hashem chose this gift for you. That's why the Rambam is focusing on Yaitzeh, on that moment of you leaving and rejecting the gift. But then, after the Rambam brings this Kala Yaitzeh, 
and he brings the Pasuk of Gershuni Ayem Mistapeach, the Rambam brings another Pasuk, Val Admas Yisrael, and he's emphasizing with this that here he's going back to the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael, that it's the land of Yidin, that it's a place where you could see and express and, and feel, that is, and experience the Kedusha of the land that belongs to Yidin. So we could see here in this halacha of the Rambam that while he's continuing the theme of what he spoke about before, which is the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael, but he also includes specifically the Bechira of Hashem in Eretz Yisrael. On the Reber, so therefore, schreibt us the Rambam tzimsof von ala halachas von mailas in Eretz Yisrael. So therefore, this halacha, where the Rambam speaks about the fact that a Yid should live in Eretz Yisrael, the Rambam brings this here last. Not like you would think the Seder should be. What's the order here in the Rambam? In the previous halachas, the Rambam speaks about the fact that one should not leave Eretz Yisrael. And then, after that, in Allah Yid Beis, he talks about the fact that you should live in Eretz Yisrael. What would be the right order? First, the Rambam should talk about the positive, about where you should live. And then after he tells you where you should live, he can come and tell you, don't leave this place. But instead, the Rambam does it the other way around. First, the Rambam speaks about not going out of Eretz Yisrael. And then the Rambam here talks about living in Eretz Yisrael. And so why doesn't the Rambam need an omfang from the Dine Eretz Yisrael? So this halacha here, the Rambam does not bring all the way in the beginning. Why? Before he speaks about leaving Eretz Yisrael. Why? Because over here, the Rambam is also focusing on the Bechire. This that Hashem chose Eretz Yisrael. So therefore, the order of the Rambam is, first he speaks about Mitzrayim, where the people there are very low, and therefore, you should not leave, you should not, that is, you should not go live in Mitzrayim. And then the Rambam brings up, that the Kedusha, in contrast, the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael is so powerful, therefore you should not leave Eretz Yisrael because of its Kedusha. And then, and the Rambam goes on to add, besides the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael, there's also the Bechira of Eretz Yisrael. This is not in contrast to Mitzrayim. I mean, this whole discussion all began with Mitzrayim. So in contrast to Mitzrayim, the Rambam begins first with the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael. And then later, the Rambam adds that in Eretz Yisrael, there's another very important thing, and that is the fact that Hashem chose it as the homeland for Yidna. So that the Rambam brings last. So then, following up to this point, where the Rambam also includes the Bechira of Eretz Yisrael, So here the Rambam also brings this, that one in the time of Golas should not leave Bavel, similar to this, that Hashem chose Eretz Yisrael, Hashem chose Bavel. It's over here the Rambam is very specific and he says that you may not leave Oretz and he does not mention Eretz Yisrael but this is Madgish as the Issa Yitzia Da is mitam b'chiris HaKadosh Baruch that the Issa not to leave Eretz Yisrael that we're speaking about over here is only because of the Bechira that David should chose the land and this is the comparison of not leaving Babel to not leaving Eretz Yisrael. It's only the Bechira. The Kedusha is only in Eretz Yisrael. But the Bechira that Hashem chose Babel as a permanent homeland for Yidin in the time of Galos, in that sense, Babel is similar to the Bechira of the Eibishter in Oretz, which is the Bechira of the Eibishter in Eretz Yisrael. So now, Alpizez, move on, coming back to the question that the Rebbe asked before regarding this, that we find that there were many Amiraim that did leave Babel for Eretz Yisrael, and then they left Eretz Yisrael for Babel. So now it's understood that left Babel for Eretz Yisrael. 
Und man muss nicht sagen, es ist eine Mocholik mit Rabbi Yehuda, mit Rabbi Yehuda am Ashmol. And we don't, don't have to say that they were arguing with Rabbi Yehuda or with what Rabbi Yehuda quoted in the name of Shmuel. So what's the point here? Since this that one may not be leave Bavel for Eretz Yisrael or any other lands, is with the Eretz Yisrael a Bavel? Is the same like one may not leave Eretz Yisrael to Bavel, which is mitzad b'chiras Hakadosh Baruch It's the Abish's choice that he chose hidden, that he chose Eretz Yisrael, that is as the homeland, and then in the time of Galus Hashem chose Bavel as the homeland. Not that when, when it says that you may not leave Bavel, there's some unique reason of not leaving Bavel. The dogma, what would be a unique reason? Ratzen Malchusa. In Bavel. There's a Ratzen Malchusa in Bavel. Not 100% sure what Ratzen Malchusa here means. You can only guess. Maybe Ratzen Malchusa means the Ratzen of the Ebishta. The Ebishta has a unique Ratzen about Yidin being Dafke in Bavel. Maybe, maybe Ratzen Malchusa. I believe that's what it means. So, if you would say, let me just stop here for a second, if you would say that you may not leave Bavel for a unique reason, something unique about Bavel. So even though the Gemara sort of equates that just like you're not allowed to leave Eretz Yisrael to Bavel, so too you're not allowed to leave Bavel for any other lands or for Eretz Yisrael, but really they're not the same at all. Not leaving Bavel is an Issa for itself, that there's something unique about Bavel that Hashem wants Yidin to remain in Bavel, or maybe sort of to remain stuck in Bavel. There's a Ratzin Malchus that Hashem wants, don't leave here. This is Golis now, and remain a Dafke in Bavel. So if that, if that would be the reason, so then this is an absolute iser. There would be no hetatim for this. Now, as the Rebbe is going to point out soon, when it comes to leaving Eretz Yisrael for Chutzlaret, there are hetatim to this. But if we're going to say that in Bavel, there's a unique Ratzin of the Ebishter that Yidin should not leave Bavel, so then there'd be no hetatim for that. But rather, Kishem Kach when it says, when the Rambam quotes, just like one may not leave Eretz Yisrael because Hashem chose Eretz Yisrael, so too you may not leave Bavel because Hashem chose Bavel, and we are equating it to Eretz Yisrael, is move on, so it's understood, and we could, we could apply the Hetayim of Eretz Yisrael much more so to Bavel, as in them, and the from the that the same Hetayim that applied by the Issa of leaving Eretz Yisrael apply over here to Bavel. Meaning, it's just like when it comes leaving Eretz Yisrael. There are conditions that you may leave. To leave Teire, or it says you have to get married, and also for business reasons. Same as with leaving Babel to Eretz Yisrael, or leaving Babel for any other place. But if it's for the purpose of learning Teire or for business, you may leave. Because the Rebbe is explaining that when the Ramam says, Kishem Kach, we have to take this literally. That there's actually a Bechire in Babel similar to the Bechire in Eretz Yisrael. That's the uh, incredible Chiddush of here from the Rebbe in the Sikhe. But since this is a Heter, this is a special Heter for a specific purpose, it's kishayim vibadi yitzia from Eretz Yisrael or Chutz Laaretz. Just like when it comes leaving the Eretz Yisrael for Chutz Laaretz, which is only with these special conditions. So he really, he remains a person that's from Eretz Yisrael. He remains a ben Eretz Yisrael even after he leaves Eretz Yisrael. He doesn't lose that status of, of who he is. And therefore, he's obligated to return when the reason that he left does not apply anymore. 
Azai Zaych ben Egeia an Eule from Babel, Eretz Yisrael, but Naim Amitonim, so too also, one that leaves Babel, Eretz Yisrael, in those conditions where it's allowed, Bleibter Eich Eretz Yisrael, a Ben Babel. Even after he leaves Eretz Yisrael, he remains a Ben Babel. He belongs, his permanent place of uh, where he resides is Babel. Bitzad de Pchire, in Babel, that's Golas, because in the time of Golas, Hashem shows Babel. And therefore, he's obligated to return to Eretz Yisrael. Now, this is in the Tnaim, on Tachlis But here, there's a difference depending what the conditions were that was the reason that you left. If the heter of why one left is because he went for business reasons, isn't them farana kitzva? This is something that has a set amount of time that you have to get done your dealings, and then that that's what it is for. And when you've made your profit and your business dealings are done, you have to go back. On the other hand, someone that goes out to learn teira, but does is beli kitzva. Learning teira, it's never ending. The amount of teira that you could learn. Is Kosmanes canim in Nachtsukum and in Limadatayre, Megab Leibin in Eretz Yisrael. So it's possible that if one leaves and he can always learn more and more Tayre, so he's leaving from Baba Eretz Yisrael, so then he could remain in Eretz Yisrael. So Pizes, moving with Pashtos, was Kama Amiraim, Habm Eiligavem, Mi Babel Eretz Yisrael. We could understand why we find that many Amiraim did leave from Babel Eretz Yisrael and they're not arguing with Rabbi Yehuda. They left for Eretz Yisrael because of this hetter to learn Taira there. And so those that left and remained there in Eretz Yisrael permanently, their level of learning required that they remain in Eretz Yisrael and they kept on gaining and learning more and more Taira in Eretz Yisrael. But when it comes to Rav and Shmuel, so over here, as the Rebbe quoted before, they were originally in Babel, they went there at Yisrael, but then they eventually returned to Babel. They did go to Eretz Yisrael for the purpose to learn Teireh. But once they receive from Rebbe Teireh to the fullest extent possible, they had to return to Babel. And actually there in Babel they were able to learn Taita on an even much higher level. As the Rebbe here brings later in the Hara. Oh, here in the Rebbe brings it also in the Pneum of the Sikhe. On Nachmer, Dafke in Babel is a Shbetet Sugikum and Evdem, but Seven Galanet and Eretz Yisrael. Later when they came back to Babel, they were able to learn Taita even much greater. In Eon, a Pilpul de Taita. In analyzing and deeper discussion in Taita, Pilpul at Talmidim, coming from the students that they learned with in Babel. Vasandam is given the Yisrael from Babel of Eretz Yisrael. That's the great advantage that they had in returning to Babel. So the point over here is that based on everything that ever said in the Sikha, the main Chiddush of the Sikha is that Babel, there's a Bechira in Babel, similar to the Bechira of Eretz Yisrael. So when the Gemara and the Rambam compares Babel to Eretz Yisrael, it's not just sort of an external comparison that there's an Issa for leaving Eretz Yisrael to Babel, so too there's an Issa from leaving Babel to Eretz Yisrael or any other land. It's a real comparison. There's a real Bechira like in Eretz Yisrael, so too in the time of Golis and Babel as well. So therefore, the same halachas and hatayim that apply in Eretz Yisrael also apply to Babel. Now the Rebbe comes back and explains these two aspects of Eretz Yisrael and Babel in relation to the Yidden as well. And then, based on this, the Rebbe will come to a much deeper explanation in the difference between the Bechira and the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael. 
So just like we have these two great advantages of Eretz Yisrael. The fact that Hashem chose it of all other lands. And also there is the special holiness in the land. Same is also these two milas we find by Yidin as the Rebbe quoted before from the Midrashim. Yidin are the Ebesh's chosen nation. And that's what Yidin have in sich, Kedusha. And then there is the fact that Yidin have in themselves a special holiness. Mitzad zeir verbund, mit Teire und Mitzvahs. And this is because of the Teire Yidin learn, the connection that they have to Teire and Mitzvahs, so there's a special Kedusha that there is in Yidin. Und der Chilog zwischen sei. What is the difference between this, that Hashem chooses Yidin as his nation, and the holiness that there is in Yidin through Teire und Mitzvahs? Das, was der Eibishter hat Beiche gewähnt, die Jeden von anderen Umweis, das, der Hashem chose Jeden of all other nations, und von der Wacharta, Mikol am Veloschen, Hashem chose us from all other nations, ist nicht verbunden mit seinem Meilu Kedusha, ist not connected specifically with a special level or holiness that Jeden have, Mitzah, Teire und Mitzah, because of the Teire und Mitzah that we're connected to. Warum? Damalt ist es nicht kein Inyan von Bechire. Because if Jeden are holy, because of Teire und Mitzah, so then, it's not a choice. Hashem is not choosing us apart from other nations. The Rebbe explains, What is true choice? When you have two things, two objects, two people that are similar, and you choose one from the other. And then the one that's choosing, it's his choice, purely his choice, that he chooses one from the other. But not that the, the object or the person himself already has a certain advantage where he already stands out from the other. So then it's not the one that chooses that's choosing him. The object itself already has its own mila. So therefore, this that Yidin have a special holiness because of the Teiro Mitzvahs that they're connected to. So there's no comparison between a Yid and other nations. So the whole concept of Bechire is not applicable here. Muslims again, so therefore we must say, as the Bechire is Nitzelib Kedushis Yisrael, this that it says that Hashem chose Yidin is not because of their holiness, nor Adarabe, Mitzad Bechire for Neibishtin, is in Zay Nimshach Gevaran Kedusha Vachulu. It works in the reverse. The first thing is that Hashem chose the Yidin to be His people, choosing the Yidin. Unrelated to Torah mitzvahs, even if they have no kedusha, that aspect of a yid, or as it says in other places, referring to the physical body of a yid, that's similar to all other nations, Hashem chooses them to be His. Now that Hashem chooses them to be His, He also reveals in them, and as a result, this brings to the Eden a special kedusha in connection with Torah mitzvahs. Lefizek kum so now it comes out as follows: As the iskashrus in Yidden mit neivishten mitzad pchiras hakadosh baruch hu, the connection of the Hashem to the Yidden, with through this that Hashem chose us, chose Yidden as His nation, is an atzmi isdige on riertan in etzem from Yidden. So this is a very deep connection. It's the very essence of Hashem that's connected to the Yidden. Hashem is not choosing Yidden because of any advantages they have, any beautiful attributes anything about their behavior, or anything. It's just the very essence. The very essence of Yid, where you see no advantage of him over another, but nevertheless, Hashem says, I choose Yidin as mine. Mer, much more, with the Iskashros, Mitzad, Zeh, Kedusha, Umtayro, Mitzvahs. 
So this is a much deeper connection than the connection that's expressed through the Kedusha of Ayid, and also through this that Ayid has Taito Mitzvahs. That aspect of the connection of Yidin to the Eibishter is, so to speak, an additional feature to the Yidin that they connect through this to the Eibishter. In Klara Werther, to say this in more clearer words, the Iskashras for Yidin mit den Eibishter mitzat pchire, the connection of the Yidin to the Eibishter because of the fact that Hashem chose the Yidin, is viatzmusai umuhusai fabinzich mit atzmus umuhus von Yidin. This is the very essence of Hashem Himself. It's purely coming from Hashem. There's no influence of any mile that Yidin have. That's the reason for the choice. It's coming purely from the very essence of Hashem. And what is Hashem choosing? He's not choosing any levels in Yidin, any, any darga, any advantages they have, but He's choosing the very identity, the very essence of the Yid. The Eskashtras from Yidin, Mitzad Zeri Kedusha, on the other hand, this that Hashem chooses Yidin because of the holiness that they have, Vazikum Durech Teiru Mitzvahs, Velchazen Chachmasay Ritzayin Yisbarach. So this Kedusha of the Yidin comes through Teiru Mitzvahs. What is Teiru Mitzvahs? Hashem's wisdom and Hashem's will. Was mitzvah is the Chmoloshin The word mitzvah also means that it creates a connection and joins Yidin together with Hashem. So through doing mitzvahs you become connected. And learn and they connect to Teire and through Teire they connect to Hashem. Is es doch nicht den Anäufen, als der Etzem von Ayiden verbindet sich mit Lechatchile mit Atzmusen Rosies Barach. So here we can see that this is a connection that's not that Hashem chooses Yidin, so then Yidin are essentially one. That here the choice makes us one from the beginning without having to have anything in between. Now das ist durch Eireise Teiro Mitzvahs. Rather, this is the connection of Yidin to Hashem, which is a revealed connection, and this is revealed through Teiro Mitzvahs. And I'll pizzazz move on, the Dik and Maimarazal. This explains the expression the way the Zaya puts it. Tlas, Kshare, Miskashron, Dabeda, that are three knots that tie together these three. Yisrael, Miskashron, Bairaise, Yidin connect to Taira, and Bairaise, Bukutshibirich, and then through Taira they connect to Hashem. But the Zaya says that there are three knots here. So the question is, Seemingly, when you tie three items together, or in this case, you tie Yidin to Teire and Teire to Hashem, there should be two, two knots, zwischen Yisrael and Reise. One, to tie the Yidin to Teire, and zwischen Reise and Kutschebericho, and the second knot, to tie Teire to the Eibishter, that is. So why does the Zayar say that there are three? Now the Asbara is, so the explanation here is, the Zayar is alluding to this deeper connection that there is between Yidin directly to the Eibishter himself. As besides this connection that Yidin connect Hashem through Teire, is da a keshe was bint zei the Yidin mit neivishen on shom memutza. There is a direct connection between Yidin and Hashem without any intermediary. Mitzad bechirasa is barach, and this is what Chazal tell us that Hashem shows Yidin directly. And the Ribet is his class, Kishoren. So therefore, this is three knots, Bedugmas Tabas, just like when you have a ring. So over here, these three that are tied together, besides the knot that ties Yidin with Teireh, there's also a knot on the other end of the Yidin, so to speak, where the Yidin tied directly to Hashem himself, without the intermediary of Teireh. And that's really the source, the real connection, the deepest connection of a Yid to Hashem. And then later, as a result of that, it, this connection is also revealed through the, the Teirah Mitzvahs, as the Rebbe will explain more in detail soon. But before we get to that, the Rebbe first brings this back 
to the connection of Hashem to Eretz Yisrael and Babel, the Kedusha that there is in Eretz Yisrael, and the Bechira of Hashem in Eretz Yisrael. So let's go back to a point that we learned earlier in the Sikhir. The difference between the Rambam and the Me'iri regarding Bavel. This, that a Yid may not leave Bavel, is because Hashem chose Bavel as His. According to Rashi, it's because of the Yeshivas that teach Taira over there. So this really corresponds to the two points that the Rebbe said before, it's the Bechireh, so according to the Rambam, in Bavl there's Bechire, and according to Rashi, there's the Kedusha, the special Kedusha that comes from the Teire. Not compared to the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael, but still there's a Kedusha because of the Teire there. But now the Rebbe adds an important point here. Hey says the Chaklal, we know that there's the following rule. There's no reason to add arguments when we see these subjects, when many Rishayim are constantly arguing about every subject really, but there's no reason to add in this argument here. And therefore, Yeshleimar, we can say as Eichledas Rashi Vamiiri is da inyina bechirim bavel. This point, the chiddush of the sicha, that in bavel there's a choice that Hashem chose bavel as the homeland of Yidden. This is true even according to the Rashi and the Meiri. So then, why does Rashi say that it's because of the yeshivas there? Now the bechirim gufe is fabunden mit kedushas atayre versus da in bavel. This bechirim itself, according to Rashi, it's a different nature of a bechirim here. The Bechira is because of the Taira that there is there in Bavel. So therefore, Bishas in Bavel, Vert Oishar Batzas Ataira, Vert Oich Batli Bechira. So therefore, when there's no Taira in Bavel, so therefore the Bechira is, is not there anymore, it's not applicable anymore. So both Rashi and the Rambam agree that what's unique about Bavel is that Hashem chose it, but it's a different kind of a choice. According to the Rambam, it's, the, it's, it's a true choice. It's Bechira Mitis, as the Rebbe said before, Bavel is chosen as the homeland of the Eden, regardless of whether there is or isn't Taita there. According to the Rambam, Rashi rather, that is, the, the Bechira is because of the Kedusha, because of the Taita that's there, and therefore that's a Bechira that's dependent on the Kedusha of the Taita being there. Aber b'negeya l'eret Yisrael is Andish. But when it comes to Eretz Yisrael, it's different. Over here, it's the other way around. So again, let me just summarize the point there. According to Rashi, the Bechireh in Bavel begins first with the Kedusha, that it's a place of Yeshivas and Taira and Kedusha. And as a result of the Kedusha comes the Bechireh. But in Eretz Yisrael, it's in the reverse. Unir Bechireh is nit mitzad the Kedusha. The Bechireh in Eretz Yisrael, even according to Rashi, is not as a result of the holiness that there's there. Here it's the other way around. The Kedusha comes only following and as a result of this that Hashem chooses Eretz Yisrael. As we can see based on the Midrashim that we had before. Since in Eretz Yisrael it's a Bechira that Hashem chooses without any reasons, without any causes. He chooses it. He chooses when He creates the world Eretz Yisrael to be His. Zi is Nachlas Hashem. This is Hashem's inheritance. And Hashem gives it as an everlasting covenant that this belongs to Yidin. Essentially, it's theirs, not based on any circumstances or advantages that the land has. Not like in Babel, where it's a condition of Golos, and therefore Hashem chooses it. The far is dart bechire anitzchis dege. So therefore, the bechire of Eretz Yisrael is an everlasting bechire.
So over here it seems like that the Rebbe is alluding to the fact that even according to the Rambam, there still is a difference between the Bechira of Bavel and the Bechira of Eretz Yisrael. The Bechira of Bavel is only a gullus condition. The Bechira of Eretz Yisrael is an everlasting Bechira. So that's the, that's the source of the concept. It begins with the Bechira and when Hashem created the world. On that in Yenak Kedusha V'chulush Eretz Yisrael and then the Kedusha then follows, as the Rebbe said before, but here the Rebbe adds another point. Not only does the Kedusha follow after the Bechira, but the Kedusha in Eretz Yisrael, the Teireh and the Mitzvahs, the special Mitzvahs that there is in Eretz Yisrael, that Kedusha in Eretz Yisrael will actually have the effect to reveal and express Hashem's choice of Eretz Yisrael. Even though the Bechir of Hashem is something which is much deeper and is much more essential in the connection of Hashem to Eretz Yisrael than the Kedusha, but the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael will also have the impact to reveal Hashem's Bechir in Eretz Yisrael. How is this? Again, we can understand this from the way these two aspects of Bechire and Kedusha works regarding Yidin. So we're going to learn, of course, the Sikha over here with the Pnim of the Sikha, without the Ha'aris, but the Ha'aris has most of the story over here. If you really want to get the full picture, learn the Ha'aris here. So even though there's a tremendous advantage, as the Rebbe pointed out before, with the Bechire, that Hashem chooses Yidin, Yisrael, V'kutshibirichu, it's just Hashem and the Yidin alone. But this is Mitzah, that Smusi is Barach Kanal, this is the essence of Hashem, that chooses the essence of a Yidin. Is aber da oich ha'maile in the reskashers mitzat kedushasam, but there's also an advantage in the connection that Yidden have to Hashem through the holiness, expressing the holiness of Hashem in them mitzat atayro mitzvus, which comes with tayro and mitzvus, and the advantage is as follows: in them fabon mitzat pchira alein. This connection that Yidden have because Hashem chose them, since this is only a result of this that Hashem chooses. It's coming purely from above. No advantage, nothing that you could see in Yidin that's special about them. It comes completely from Hashem. There's no mile in Yidin. It's a filler. So that even after Hashem chooses Yidin, this will not necessarily be sensed and seen and experienced in the one that's chosen in a revealed sense. The Metzius of the one that's chosen, there's nothing about him that caused and then brings this Bechireh. So the Bechireh is purely Hashem. Hashem says it's mine, but it remains as is. The condition of it doesn't change. At least not in a revealed sense. Of course it does change, but not in a revealed sense that it'll be experience. experienced. On the other hand, this, that you did not connect into Hashem. Through fulfilling Taira Mitzvah is Dachtas Amayla Ba'atzma Ogluya. So this is a Amayla that there is in Yidin themselves and it's revealed. When a Yid does a Mitzvah, he's fulfilling Hashem's Taira. He has Hashem's Chachma in his mind. There's the Kedusha of Hashem that's revealed in him. Dasalein is a Lukos So you have godliness in the Yid and it's revealed in him. So there's a tremendous advantage to this. That this is a Amayla that's in the entity of the Yid himself and it's revealed in him. When a Yid connects to Hashem through Teiru Mitzvahs, once a Yid reveals his connection to Hashem in a revealed way, 
and, and it, it expressed and, and they, could, they could sense it, the Mila that's in him, this also then actually triggers and reveals the true Mila of Yidin, which is the fact that they're essentially connected to Hashem even deeper than the Kedusha of Taita Mitzvah, but they're directly connected to Hashem through Bechira. The Bechira itself is, is no Mila that expresses the Yidin's Mila that they have. It's Hashem choosing them. Once the Yidin work on revealing their Mila that they have in their connection that they could experience to Hashem, in their connection to Hashem, this also then reveals the true Mila, the Bechira that they have. Vaslifi says, move on. According to this, we can understand, Vasmadav Onkumen to them, So this explains why it's even necessary to have this connection to Hashem through Taira and not just rely on the direct connection of Yit Hashem. Even though Yidin are really directly connected because of Hashem's choice. But yet we know, of course, that it's critical for a Yid to have this connection through Taita. And in the language of the Zayir, it seems to indicate that the connection of a Yid is only through Taita. Nor does this defar, but the reason is, while the Giloy and Ichud from Bechira by Yidin comes through the Kisher Mitayraisa, because the only way to really reveal this Bechira, this special choice that Hashem chose a Yid, that you should see that there's something unique about a Yid that's different than everybody else. Where do you see this when a Yid fulfills Taira Mitzvahs? So when a Yid fulfills Taira Mitzvahs, it's not only that now there's a special Kedusha that is revealing in him, but now you look at a Yid and you say, Oh, look how special this Yid is. He's different than everybody else. That's the Bechireh. Through Taireh, you'll also be able to reveal the Bechireh. But if you don't have Taireh, not only are you lacking in the Kedusha, on that aspect of the connection, but actually even the Bechireh of the Ebeshe Yidin will also be completely concealed of you. So this explains, going back to what it said before regarding Eretz Yisrael as well, when Hashem chooses Eretz Yisrael, but then there's the Taira and the mitzvahs that we do in Eretz Yisrael, and specifically the mitzvahs, Hatluiz Ba'aretz, so by doing those mitzvahs, it also further reveals the Bechira of Hashem in Eretz Yisrael. So now, coming back over here to what the Rambam says regarding the Bechira of Hashem in Eretz Yisrael. Apizeh is muvan oich benegeya le'Eretz Yisrael. Afalpi, so the Rebbe begins with the point that I just said, and then he comes back to the Rambam. Afalpi has Bechiras HaKadosh Baruch Hu is an Indian Nitzchi, was das Vert, and Mohos, from the Mdavara Nifcha. Even though when Hashem chooses Eretz Yisrael, so this is something which is eternal. And this becomes the very essence of what this chosen item is, and in this case, the territory of Eretz Yisrael. Nevertheless, since it's Hashem's choice, and there's nothing that, that, that there is in the Mitzvah of the land itself that's causing this. Is there Gilu Defund, the revelation of this choice of Hashem, Fabundem mit the Kedusha Bepoyal, Vasazda and Eretz Yisrael? It will only be revealed through the actual Kedusha that there is through the Yidin that are there doing Taira Mitzvahs there. So now this brings us back to a unique thing that we see in the Rambam, going back to something that the Rebbe pointed out before, that when the Rambam speaks about Eretz Yisrael, he speaks about two aspects, the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael, and also the Bechir of Hashem in Eretz Yisrael. But the interesting thing that we saw before was, even when the Rambam brings up the subject of the Bechir of Eretz Yisrael in a separate Allah and Allah Yud Beis, he sort of brings together, he joins together the Bechir of Eretz Yisrael with the Kedush of Eretz Yisrael. I mean, seemingly, if an Allah Yud Beis, the Rambam wants to add a new point that there's a Bechir of Hashem in Eretz Yisrael, so why in the same halacha does the Rambam bring different psukim and different expressions where he includes together the Kedusha along with the Bechira of Hashem? 
But based on what we learned here, it's very understood. This is, explains why when the Rambam speaks about the Isra of not leaving Eretz Yisrael, the Rambam never clearly separates these two aspects. This whole Chiddush of the Sikha, or one of the Chiddush Shemir and the Sikha, that in Eretz Yisrael there are the two aspects that we see in the words of the Rambam, Kedusha and Bechira, the Rambam doesn't explicitly separate that there are two completely different things, Kedusha and Bechira, and he actually even brings it together. The only place where the Ramam clearly separates the Bechira from the Kedusha is when he's bringing Eretz Yisrael in connection to Babel. Because by Babel there's only the Bechira, so there the Ramam just brings the union of Bechira. But regarding Eretz Yisrael, the Ramam brings the Kedusha and the Bechira together. Why? Because even when we speak about the Bechira of Hashem in Eretz Yisrael, but how do you reveal the Bechira? Not only how do you reveal a different aspect of connection, the holiness of Eretz Yisrael, but even the Bechira, in order to reveal the Bechira of Hashem in Eretz Yisrael, it's through the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael. That also triggers to reveal the Bechira. So therefore, the Rambam brings these two points together. The tachlis, ashleim is bezeh, the ultimate uh, perfection or the ultimate level that will be revealed in this, that Zayin Lasad Lavai will be in the time to come. Vasbekarev mamish, Yavoyo Yisrael, Yidin will come, Shenikru Nachla, Yidin are Hashem's inheritance. In other words, that Hashem chose them. Laeret Shenikras Nachla, they'll come to the land that Hashem chose, that is Hashem's inheritance. Vayivnu Beis Amikdash, Shenikra Nachla, and they'll build a Beis Amikdash, it's also Hashem's inheritance. In the merit of the Torah that they learn, Shemikras, Nachla, that's also Hashem's inheritance.